Australia is made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners, and all of our patrons on Patreon. Do you sometimes miss the skin behind your beard? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I would like to see it again, but I don't want to shave off my beard, but I would like, just like to see it and scratch it. I wish I could just take off my beard. Just for a day. Yeah. Or, or, or an hour, let it breathe. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I get in the shower and just like get right in there and scrub it and shampoo it and feel around for ingrown hairs. A lot of people don't realize you get ingrown hairs in your beard. Yeah, I do a lot of scratching and, uh, and uh, brushing it. I have a friend, we have like a chimpanzee kind of uh, um, uh, situation where <clears throat> I'll feel one in my beard and he'll get it for me and then... All right. Yeah, Runa. We, we get them for each other. That's cool. It's That's very beautiful. satisfying. Yes. Patreon.com. What other TV themes do we know? Uh, we know, um, when it's time for seven, brighter life for seven, but it's animated, brighter life, brand new life, brand new life. I don't know that one. Oh, who's the boss? Oh, it's, I never really got into it. No, well, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a distant memory, who's the boss? And uh, I saw it just as a kid. I remember like seeing a rerun at uh, some one time I was in the States and I I would just wait a minute. This is a set. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's not that funny. Who's the boss? Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano is Tony, Samantha. And Tony Danza. Tony Danza. And then... Uh, the woman who played Angela. Hey, Angela. Hey, Angela. <laughs> Angela. Uh, and you know the Golden Girls theme, don't you? Golden Girls was not on my radar. It was not a roof, I think. Maybe uh, it was a scramble that stood to It is one of the, for me, one of the most beautiful 90, 80s, 90s TV show lyrics of a theme song. Like, it's, yeah. thank you for being a friend. I traveled down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Dun, 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 dun. And if you're through a party and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Dun, 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 dun. The Golden Girls is filmed for a live studio audience. <laughs> yes, that's also, that's also a very beautiful song. It is. But it's now He-Man <laughs> and the Masters of the Universe. Or, or who could forget... <laughs> so if you're gonna lump on your toes and a bump in your nose, do not, not despair. Just be like the ragdolls and say I just don't care. Cause ragdolls, ragdolls are happy just to be ragdolls, ragdolls, dolls like you and me. Reminiscing, talking about nostalgia. Mm. Uh, happy May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you also as well. Always. Uh, to fin- infinity and beyond and live with you and prosper. Together as one. 
to become one with power of responsibility girl power yes that's, that's how that's how it goes <laughs> that's how it goes it's may the 4th yeah it's may the 4th Wow. What, is there anything special that's supposed to happen on May the 4th? Do we uh, get special powers? I think there's a 10% discount at the local comic, comic store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's nice. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's stuff going on at the... At the, the uh, I think Nexus knows all about it. Isn't there some... Was it you who was saying or someone else saying that there is... Uh, a meeting of people in Iceland who have stormtrooper costumes. Yeah, that's what's happening. Yes. Uh, I found this out, actually. Icelandic stormtroopers are meeting today. At a gig I had last week, mm. I found this out, and I was like, how many people have stormtrooper costumes in this country? There can't be that many. Uh, there are more than you think. Mm. I'm going to say, like, maybe around uh, uh, a couple... <laughs> is it a bit like uh, parents who were swinging in the 70s there's more than you think yes apparently there are more than I think because there was a news item in the news media stories recently about swingers about swingers in Iceland <gasps> go on uh, I, I believe even they t- somebody some uh, media page like had an interview with someone who was entering swingers parties, but then I think it was just taken down because it's a small car. I don't know. I'm going to look is it up. is it about current swingers? Current swingers. Oh. Yes, who swing. But there isn't that currency. isn't that just known as an open relationship or? Uh, oh no, they do it together. Swinger party rake. Little. There was an, I, I saw an item about it recently yeah. that there were actually swingers in Iceland and um, and of course there are but I'm just thinking how will how does that work in a country like Iceland where everyone knows yes where everybody knows, knows your name, name. Dum, dum, dum. and they're always and they're <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs> uh, that one just wrote itself. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I if I were uh, participating, if I were a swinger, and mm. I wouldn't mind being in a swinger. I wouldn't mind people knowing that I was a swinger, because I feel I feel no need to be. In the closet. In the closet about it. In the swinging closet. I wouldn't uh, be ashamed of my is sexual it, Is the swinging closet, does it have saloon doors? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're always partially open? Yeah. I'm going to have to shut that window, I believe. Yes, the wind is outside. It went away and now it is back. Yes, the weather, uh, weather outside is frightful, but your company is so delightful. Oh, well, since... There's no place to go. I guess we'll just stay here. Um, <laughs> but it, it, I remember once someone told me in Australia in the 70s, and actually there's a big movie coming out um, called in Australia, Australia called in Swing and Safari. Swing Safari. It has Kylie Minogue in it. It has all these famous Australian actors, and it's, a, the, like, it's set during a, a summer in the 70s where this neighborhood gets into swinging. 
Right. And it's told through the perspective of the kids. Right. So this is, uh, well, uh, Ang Lee's Ice Storm was kind of about this. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was. But it wasn't a comedy. It wasn't a comedy. <laughs> no. It was a sad, it's the sad. The brand new comedy story. from Ang Lee. A child died. Yeah. But, but I remember someone telling me once that in the 70s in Australia, um, swingers knew other swingers because they grew this one particular plant in oh. their front garden <clears throat> that was not very common <clears throat> and was hard to maintain. Yes, yes. So if like they had an that... erection during yeah. a swinger party. Yeah. Because you don't know anybody and you're standing besides the shrimp. Yeah. I've watched a lot of documentaries on swinging parties. Yeah. Mm. Louis Threw even went to like... Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. The Louis Threw one. And I actually, here's, here's a bit of insight for you. I remember watching that one while I was in a relationship with my ex. And he turned to me and said, don't you wish there were swinger parties for gays? And that's when I knew maybe this is coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a that is a strong clue. That is a yes. a big clue that I ignored. Yes. You know, I was uh, probably from that moment you could basically say I was uh, Mrs. Fritzel. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Not even when he said, "Oh, the company are arriving." Remember, don't be yourself. <laughs> exactly. Or that time when he turned to you and said. Oh, you're still here. You're still here. Or that other time he woke up from his sleep and said, I hate you. <laughs> that, that one was... Oh, yeah, you gotta write that one down. Please move out. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> oh, damn. Love. Love, man. And on that note... I am Australian. And I am Icelandic. And together we are... Australia. 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 They all died that they summer. All died. <laughs> we never spoke to each other again after that photo. <laughs> oh dear. Hey, Bilgi's gone. Yes. Yeah. For those who don't know, she moved she to is, Edinburgh. She has left the country. She has left the building. Yes. She is out. Bilge out. So when did she leave? Like, like yesterday. yesterday. And you were out drinking with her on the day night before. before. Yeah. Yes. And I was broken. Yes, I could see it in your uh, text writing that you were broken. Uh, how so? It's, it's something like, I just can't cough, cough. Give me a second. Runs to the bathroom. <laughs> puking noise. I wrote back. all that down. I just needed to go have some water. <laughs> it was. It was a. Good, it was. I mean, it, was, it was actually a very civilized evening. It wasn't uh, like it, crazy drink, drunk drunkness. It just. I think probably because tiredness, and then of course you know it's an emotional evening. I just woke up yesterday morning being very not well. 
So how much did you drink? Converted you drink? I want to say three beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we started. We started. Um, we went to, of course, Lebowski mm-hmm. because you know we've both worked there. Yes. Um, and it's where everybody knows our name. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we start. We Sometimes had times to whisper your name when you're not there. Shh, it's John. Um, we yeah we started there and then there was a football game on so we left there Mm. because football is loud Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to Bravo and then we had it was like the stops on the regular places we go and then we, we ate some food at public house right and then Milka has like public house uh, uh, what do you say uh, credit no credit no well, okay. No, she just likes it there. She just likes it there. It's yeah. a non-Bilgas thing, Bilgas thing. She loves the fake pizza they the have. fake pizza. It has goat cheese and they've got nice food there. The only thing, oh, I might regret saying this. The only thing I would say is that their service is not amazing. Well, <clears throat> it's I out said there. it. It's you out said, there. Well... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not about to write a TripAdvisor review about it. But I'm just saying, if you work there and you're listening to this, step up your game a little. Yeah. Well, I, I believe the complaint has been registered now, <laughs> and uh, they're on it as we speak. I'm a registered complaint offender. Yes. Um, registered <laughs> complainer. But then we went back to Lebowski and obviously had more beers and a few shots. Ah, and, uh, a few shots. and a few shots. And a few shots. A few How shots. much is a few? I don't remember. How few people can sit on a pew while mm. waiting for you to spew? To spew. To how spew? How if you would spew on a pew? How few <laughs> would you spew? <laughs> uh, there is a great, amazing song sung by Kristen Bell mm. uh, <clears throat> from the musical *Reefer Madness*. Mm. which is called My Lonely Pew. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a beautiful song. <clears throat> uh, Reefer Madness is a, is a song, it's a musical that is based on an old uh, anti-marijuana propaganda film. Uh-huh. And uh, there she plays like this Christian girl who has lost his boyfriend to the, the clutches of marijuana. Yep. And she has this one song when she's singing about how she misses seeing him at church because they used to share a pew. He used to sit on her pew, and she but and and she says something and and fill my lonely pew. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. That's how I learned the word pew. Pew. It can also, if you just break it up, it can be a sound for when something smells. P-U. P-U. Yeah. Well, if one someone would spew on a pew, then uh, someone would actually react. P-U. P-U. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a kid's book. You spewed on a pew. P-U. <laughs> there are so many other words. Like uh, grew. 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 A Gru- few. <clears throat> Gru, what is Gru again? That's two fictional characters. It's Gru from Despicable Me and also Gru the Wanderer from a comic by Sergio Aragones. It's also the past tense of to grow. Mm. So Gru Gru. Gru Gru. When Gru Gru. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he spewed on a pew. 
Period. <laughs> what how, how have you been? I'm done with this. <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, because you would spew in the loo. That's mm. the place where to spew. Mm, and true. I screw grew. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he knew that he should not spew on a pew, but in fact in a loo. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> uh, how are you? What have you been up to? Uh, yesterday, I last night I did... Um, <clears throat> The uh, the last of the Prumpy parodies of the year. Yeah, that's no of the of well of the spring. It, we, we will we will be back uh, in fall. Was that Troll? Troll two. Yes. I've never seen it. Oh, it is beautiful. But every every picture I've ever seen of it, it looks like the terrible. It looks like a movie that the the technical aspects of the world were not ready to make it, like the costumes. Oh, they were ready to make it. They just didn't have the money. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was made in 1990. Yeah, but so was Masters of the Universe, and that stuff wasn't great either. Oh, I'm think if you compare Troll 2 uh, and the Masters of the U, you will spew on a pew. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've created a monster. <laughs> Why are you all spewing on a pew? Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Gru. Go find your friend Stu. He'll know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) This is almost as bad as being subjected to an hour of pun comedy. Uh, I think there must be a character called Father Stu, who is... um, he is not uh, pleased with Gru spewing on his pew. <laughs> we can keep going. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, uh, Graper uh-huh. sent me a manuscript of his uh, joke book. I have. I have, I, I, I owe him an, um, a comment or something because I loved it. Okay. Um, he sent me a manuscript of his book, just a collection of his uh, of his jokes, and you've heard Graper jokes. I have. And uh, my favorite one is, uh, I'd rather burn a rape victim than the rape, rape a burn victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and once, Nick Jameson, he, he took a selfie with, uh, with Graper. Yeah. And he said, I'd rather take a picture with Graper than picture Graper taking me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. That's a really good one. He out-Grapered Graper in a photo of the Graper. I'd rather face my stepmother than step on my mom's face. <laughs> that's another one he said. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, he I, and I just read it, and I was in a party, and I was reading it out loud to people, and yeah. people were laughing, and then it kind of just, it kind of poisoned the whole uh, conversation and the party, just like the grooves being on a pew. It just kept going yeah, forever. Kept, because oh. I couldn't... Suddenly, everyone was making Graper jokes, and uh, that's good. Yeah, that was really good. That's great for him. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he should put it out there. Uh, in He's waiting way. for a comment from you. Yeah, well, I am an idiot and busy. Uh, Graper, if you're listening, just uh, just do it. Uh, text me again. And uh, find a place where we can have a beer and let's talk. You never know. He's always got headphones on. Yeah. Uh, I've never actually heard if there's anything coming out of them, but he wears them everywhere. I do that headphone thing a lot also, uh, just to uh, create the illusion that, that I'm listening to something. So and no one talks to yes. you. I, I do it sometimes because I forget to play music. 
I put the headphones in on my laptop and yeah. then I just realized an hour later, oh, I was going to play a song. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. But what else have you been up to? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we watched Troll 2. That was really fun. Mm. Uh, my guests were Dori Diana and Snjólaug Ludvigsdóttir and mm-hmm. they are professionals. So good to have like professional comedians mm. just to... Uh, I mean, <clears throat> there's people who just... Uh, just know how to talk and yeah. uh, and uh, just take that because I'm always a bit stressed of kind of keeping up the conversation. Mm. But if you have good guests, that's your job. That then the job is the easiest it, job. In the it world. does also help when you know them. Yeah, it and does. you have a rapport with them. I have a rapport with them and most of the people I get over. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a part of being a, a, a part of the branch. Yeah? What's Branche? The industry. Industry. Yes. Did did I ever tell you I used to get made fun of by my old flatmate Anton about that word? The industry. Industry. Because apparently (laughs) I used to drop it all the time in conversation, you know, because in the industry. um, (laughs) And so so eventually every time I'd start talking about a gig, I was, he'd go, what are you doing tonight? I go, well, I've got this gig. And he'd just go, industry. (laughs) (laughs) Industry, industry. Well, it is ridiculous because... in the, because it's not really industrial. No. <laughs> it's not like part of the industrial age. Well, it's in, you can be industrious. Yeah, you can be industrious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, he still sends me messages. Yeah. Now just going, oh, are you doing lots of gigs, honey? I'm like, yeah, industry. <laughs> but in Iceland, if you say branch, it means the same thing. But in Iceland, it's already by default kind of pathetic. And therefore, we don't make fun of it because everything... It's, it's so small. It's pathetic at Iceland. Yeah, so yeah. it's just everything. Is, we already know the joke, so we just skip it. How's his? How's Dory's? Just did a TV show. How's that going? Ah, good. I was uh, in one of them. Mm. <clears throat> he did a TV show about uh, comedy in yeah, Reykjavik. Like six episodes. There's one episode left, mm-hmm. and in every episode, there's like uh, two or three comedians. Maybe three comedians. Mm-hmm. Just random conversations, and it's been very well done. Is it like looking at comedy here? Yeah, at uh, yeah, at comedy, uh, like uh, just from um, all, uh, yeah, just like me, Island. A lot mm. of the boys from me, Island. Well, he is part of me, Island. Yeah. So you know, it's a show. It's he put all the Mid Island guys in there. And, oh my God! How know, dare he? Yes, it's not. It's not what you do. It's who you knew grew. <laughs> Spewing on the pew. That so says Father Stu. That's what the loo is for. I mean for. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen your episode? Yes, I saw it, and I was pleased. Uh, the, because I I I I, th- I believe I said even some remotely uh, intellectual things. Yeah. Uh, about the nature of comedy uh, and stuff like that. I don't remember what I said now, mm. and I don't don't remember saying it when I was watching it. I was like, oh, I don't remember saying that. I just remember that I uh, used the opportunity while they were interviewing me to take. I took uh, them to a, like a hotel and mm-hmm. I had them buy me a steak and some red wine. Oh, nice! That was good. I would do the same. Yeah, it's. Yeah. it's I'm always going to do something like that. Yeah. Then uh, where where do you want to meet Apotec? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive restaurant in town. You will pay. <clears throat> 
Anyway, yes, that's that's what I uh, yeah. The, uh, what, what 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 was I talking about? I was just asking what you've been up to. Oh yeah, what you doing? Doing that and uh, uh, on writing your musical. Yes, I'm trying to find as many. Um, trying to fill every empty moment with writing the musical while mm-hmm. I'm also cleaning my musical writing palette in between with uh, doing uh, the comic in uh, Bio Paradise, the mm-hmm. endless. The never-ending story about Groundhog Day, which is still going. It's still going, but I'm I'm <clears throat> getting more and more into it. It's mm. becoming a really weird story, and um, then I am also uh, drawing cartoons uh, uh, as much as I can. Today, I believe I will try to draw uh, a bunch of Star Wars cartoons. That's going to be my project of today. Uh, just uh, just scenes from uh, the classical trilogy. Mm, nice. Well, your your plate's full. Yes. I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah, so how do they different from the Real Housewives of uh, New, York New York or Atlanta? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I cannot answer that question. Who, but it's who is the realest housewife? The most down to earth. The real, like the real housewives. Who is the most real? I don't know what you... Oh, because you're talking about the title. Yes. Well, I think but the title plays with irony. Oh, right. Like, like the biggest loser. Because they're the real housewives. <clears throat> yeah. Like bigger, the biggest loser is just the... the uh, it's the biggest fat-shaming conspiracy ever cooked by The fitness humans. industry. Yeah. Um, industry. Uh, industry. <laughs> and that. Uh, but I, 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 I cannot tell you which why I like it this one better than the others because I have seen episodes of all of them but these women are the only ones I enjoy watching in their um, very uh, uh, calculated prescribed drama well they are in Beverly Hills so they're Mm. more kind of uh... and of course it's all written like it's not scripted yeah yeah but the producers I mean I know people have worked in these shows industry um, and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and they you know they they basically sit down with each of these women hmm. before the season starts find out what they're doing this year and then plan shit around it so they and then they say okay so next wednesday you are going to have lunch with this girl mm-hmm. and then before they'll go did you know she said this or they'll yeah, instigate yeah. someone mm-hmm. to say something yeah. and it's all yeah, absolutely, and also then, then that's that's just a tiny part of it because then most of it is fixed in post. Yeah, editing. it's all editing, yeah. and it's I mean it's a very cheap show to make, mm-hmm. and I think it's a it's a brilliant money spinner, great idea. Yeah, I mean everybody. Yeah, I think uh, we are at the point in uh, reality television where everybody knows it's not real, and mm. everybody enjoys it. It's the uh, same a lot. It's the same thing that uh, happened to like pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, like whenever you tell pro wrestling fans, you know it's not real. They go mm-hmm. like, I know, but could you just not say it? Because I'm liking. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Because it's because and it's, it's it would I I I understand that reaction because it's like if someone would come to me while I'm reading an X Men comic and they would go, you know, you know it's, it's not real. real. Like yes, I do, and you are insulting me by telling me this. Mm-mm. So I think, it's, yeah. I think for me, I was having this conversation with Frenchie a little while ago, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast, in that um, because of the nature of all the different projects I do, I have to think so much all the time. Mm. Um, and I find that when it comes to proper downtime, I don't want to think, and I right. want my brain to switch off. 
and have stupid fluff entertain me. And, you know, the, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills ticks the right boxes. I don't really have to commit to anything. <clears throat> I don't have to think about stuff. I just have to go, oh, she said it. You know, it's the same as RuPaul's Drag Race. And oddly enough, Ancient Aliens. Yeah. They all tickle the same part <clears throat> of my brain. I, I understand it completely. And you do not have to apologize no. for watching these shows. In fact, I was watching the most recent season of Ancient Aliens the other day while I was having breakfast. And, you know, Giorgio Sukolos. Nope. The the curly haired guy. The yeah. He has just stopped trying to draw conclusions now. Like the other day there was an episode and someone had mentioned something about um uh people with certain blood types have DNA in them that isn't of this earth or something. And he's like he just went to him and goes, What more do you want? <laughs> yeah. No, it has no. to be aliens. It has to be. <laughs> what Absolutely. more do you want? Absolutely. And like it the his his non-scientific wording of stuff that he presents, like, you know, okay, this can only be one of two things. Yeah. It is like, well, honey, I'm pretty sure it could be a bunch of other things, but and I I love him for it. His conviction that he delivers yeah. things in is So just, how many like ancient aliens because I've heard, this has been around Forever. They're up to season 13. 13. There's always this guy? No, well, he's one of the... He's actually one of the executive producers of the show. Mm-hmm. But he's one of the talking heads. Yeah, he's one of the talking heads. Him, you know, the, the other guy yeah. who mm-hmm. also sounds like this. Mm-hmm. And L- Linda Moulton Howe, mm-hmm. who... Uh, a friend of mine, Emma, who listens to this podcast in Australia, she sent me a picture of her the other day. That woman has the most fucked up eyebrows I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. okay. Like, but, which is funny because he, she has a face... That clearly has been worked on. Oh, right, right. But the eyebrows, not so much. Yeah, um, interesting. <laughs> and she's an investigative reporter. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah, the main three. For the listeners at home, uh, Jono did air quotes there. Oh, when I said it, yeah. <laughs> I forget, we're not on TV. <laughs> investigative reporter in Goosefeet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to explain it's funny when you realize oh yeah 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 there are listeners <laughs> so I and actually during the taping of the last night's Primpy Paradise I had to explain to the listeners at home that Snjolug was miming uh Miming, wiping piss off her face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna open the window again. It got hot. Yeah. Oh, just pick, pick a weather, Iceland. This is the weather in Iceland. There is. I have uh, come to a conclusion that uh, there is n- you uh, complaining is futile. Yeah. Uh, weather is Iceland. Uh, weather basically is just the weather is whatever like it is the, in the last ten minutes. It's like the Kardashians. Yeah. Because you can you can hate it if you want, mm. but it's still gonna be. It's there. gonna be there, and you can love it, but it doesn't even it know you're gi- there. It won't give you anything in return. No. Oh, that's such a great, great analogy. <laughs> hey, do you have an embarrassment, embarrassment of, of the week? week. Uh, uh, uh. Yes, I do. What is it? I have finally a proper embarrassment. Uh, I went on uh, FM Nye FM 957. Yes, which is the official radio station of the Nakar. I told, told, talked to you about Nakar. Yes, you did. The Nakar, yep. Nakar and Skinkur. Nakar and Skinkur. 
basic people. Uh, no. Lowest common denominator. No, 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 no. Calling them basic is is a generalization because uh-huh. there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, complex knackers out there. Okay, yes. all right. Uh, complexity is everywhere. Mm. But um, I was uh, they uh, they're interviewing me. I go there regularly to talk about the the bad movie uh, nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're always uh, they're always uh, uh, nice to me. And the uh, on on the way out after talking about troll to uh, uh, Birgitta Haukdal is coming in. Mm. Birgitta Haukdal, you do you know who that is? I think we're friends on Facebook. Oh really, Birgitta Haukdal? Are you her friend on Facebook? I don't know. I'm often friends with people in this country, and I don't realize. Um, like just the other day, the guy who did the soundtrack, uh, for Birgitta, two T's? Yes. Birgitta Hoekdal. Singer, songwriter, musician. That's a page. No. Who is she? This girl. Um. Oh, I don't know. It's possible. Uh, she is, uh like a pop star that was in a band called Irafaur mm-hmm. which uh, was very popular I want to say in the beginning of this century <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> and she once won, uh, went to Eurovision mm-hmm. and uh, she just uh, I, yeah, I can't say I'm a fan but I'm not a hater but uh, I, what she is, I, yeah, I am a fan. I am mm. a fan of uh, of her success, and um, and uh, uh, and also she kind of represents that whole era. You remember Birgitta, when Birgitta Hugtal, she she was the fa- she's like the face of an era okay. in Iceland for me. So uh, I just uh, so I just ran into her and uh, I got starstruck. So I said hi hi. And then walked away without uh, saying anything, anything without introducing myself or anything. Hi hi, and then just walked out of the radio station. You never get starstruck. I get starstruck with people like Birgitta Haukdal and like uh, Judd Apatow. Mm, yeah, well, I didn't really get starstruck with Judd Apatow, but we were just kindred spirits and friends forever, you know. But anyway, industry, <laughs> industry. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, um, so that's that, that it's it's that's my embarrassment. It's not it's not. It's any, not terrible. It's just like you got. I got starstruck, and I I I was like, I was like, oh god damn it! I mean, she probably knows who I am. Of course say, she ah, does. I mean, we could be friends on Facebook, man. Uh, but uh, then uh, so, but then I thought, wait a minute. This could be an embarrassment of the week. I haven't brought a proper embarrassment. I mean, it's not that embarrassing, but it's more a better story than whatever I've said in the last two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, because you're not leading a very embarrassing life anymore, are you? No, I'm just chilling like a villain. Well, I did something embarrassing. Yeah? Yes, I did. I, um, I went to a... Uh, an event that I was hosting, uh, so like Aushatif. Yeah. Yes, Aushatif, which literally means. Ass house. Ass house. <laughs> uh, 
Now that's uh, it means uh, year year fest year festival. Um, so that's like where companies have their party for their staff, uh-huh. and it tends for some reason in Iceland you tend to do it in the first half of the year. Yeah, makes no sense to me. No, I don't understand it either. You tend to do it in the first half of the year, and then maybe if you're lucky, your company will also do a Christmas thing at the end of the year. Um, I'm doing a gig for like a twenty rich people somewhere in Cobos tonight. Oh, well, I'm doing one for um, not rich people, but a company tonight mm-hmm. as well in uh, uh, the golf club at Garðavær. Mm, yes. Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah. you're being Garðavær? We're going so. the same way. Yeah. What time's your gig? Uh, this is so interesting for this. I think it's around nine or something. Mine too. Yeah. We cool. should get a cab together. Yeah, let's do it. Um, <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I went and I hosted this event, and it was for a big company that does um, uh, like uh, DNA technology. Yeah. Uh, so of course, you you know it's like you have this image in your mind. There's going to be a scientist, doctors, you know, and straight away as a comedian, you go, okay, there's going to be very conservative people there. I don't know how this is going to be. So I get there. I'm very nervous. I arrive. Then I see people I know. Mm-hmm. So like our our friend Allison, who plays in the band Kimono, yeah, was there, and so I, I was sitting next to her. I was like, oh, thank God, people here I know. And then they turned out to be a really lovely, um, chill bunch of people. The CEO gave a speech, and he was hilarious. Uh, so I hosted, and then I did half an hour of stand up. They loved it. Yeah, they loved it so much. They oh, wanted wonderful. me to party with them afterwards. They always do. They always do. And so we partied. I danced, and you know I don't dance. Yeah, I've, uh, I don't think I've seen you dance. Well, I mean, we we danced together in that gay bar in San Francisco yeah, where we also, were high on well, poppers. We also did a dance off. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, dance off. But in my general life, yeah, I don't really dance. Um, I, I, I don't know. I used to when I was younger. Now I'm much of a, more of a, I like to just sit back and watch everyone else. But I danced, I had fun, people were buying me shots and drinks. And then I woke up the next morning. Yeah. And I had no memory of how I got home. And it's like, I woke up, Frenchie had woke me up to say, I'm going to work now. And I had to do my day job that day. I was hung over as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I had I and it, I was sort of trying to piece my night together on the way home. Like when I finally got out of bed, because it was a, a formal event, so I was wearing a suit. The suit was in different parts of the house, uh-huh. and I had a splitting headache, uh, and my muscles were really sore, obviously because I'd been dancing. I get to work, and I got a message from Frenchie saying, "You okay?" <laughs> and I went, "Yeah, why?" He's like. Uh, no, I said, are you? And he said, I'm very tired. I yeah. was like, oh, why? He said, somebody was wasted last night. Apparently, I got home. Yeah. Uh, and usually if I get home when he's asleep, I'm very quiet. But I was not quiet. Um, he found me throwing up in the kitchen sink. Right. And crying. <laughs> oh, God, really? <laughs> because I was throwing up and I didn't feel good. Yeah, but um, I was little did spew in the loo. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had a drink and, and threw it, it up in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, it wasn't so poor that it ended up on the floor. Um, and, uh, and he had to, now, you know, he is much smaller than I. 
Yeah. He, I, I, apparently I lost all ability to walk properly or move. He basically had to carry me to bed. Interesting. Um, and yeah. And then because I was very drunk, I was snoring. I kept him awake. I was very embarrassed about it. But the big thing was I spent an entire day thinking if I was so drunk that I don't remember how I got home. It's very possible that I may have done something career ending at that party. <clears throat> so have you ever had that where you, you, you've done a corporate yeah. event and then you, you, you the next day go, I hope I didn't ruin my career. It's, uh, I, I, it's in a book I read once, it, this feeling was called the fear. The fear. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had... The fear. And I did. I had it all day. And yeah. it's so much so that as soon as I got that information from from Frenchie, it was like a, a flashback. Shoom, shoom, shoom. Everything I could remember. And I was like, oh, my God, how did I get out of there? And so then I immediately started messaging Alison yeah. saying, I don't remember um, getting home. And she was like, neither do I. <laughs> and then she okay. said she said she looked at her bank and there was like charges from Kiki and Ananas wow, and then yeah. and I I was like oh god so I looked at my bank and I hadn't gone to those places okay. but I did get a cab home right and I just hope that cuz I've I've been told in the past when I'm in that blackout drunk state I am not very nice to cab drivers <laughs> so I yeah but I, I I think we're all clear because I got a message two days later from her saying that everyone at the workplace is still talking about what a great night it was and yeah. how great I was at hosting but that embarrassment has told me I will never say yes when they say come and party with us um, well you can say yes you just have to leave uh, yeah yeah. well you can pace yourself uh, like drink water every other drink should mm. be water that's, the, that's a foolproof trick I shouldn't have done it I had to work the next morning I shouldn't have it was stupid it was so stupid well it is in the past it is and I paid for it because Frenchie wouldn't let me hear the end of it for four days I have had the fear but I've come to get used to the fact just uh, statistically the fear is uh, for no reason really yeah. other than that you can't remember and you have an active imagination yeah. then you fill that those black holes with all the horrors you can imagine the, the, I think the only time in the last two years where the fear was real was when I didn't know that I got really upset. Remember it? My flatmate's friend, because I thought he was coming on to me. Yeah. And he was straight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, yeah. So I've had, I've, I've made a fool of myself in the blackouts, but uh, it hasn't happened for a long time. Do you know, I heard a story about you at the event. Oh, really? Okay, tell me the story about me. I don't remember which person at the table said it, but they were like, you have a podcast with Hoodlaker, don't you? And I was like, yeah. And I think they said at a company they used to work for, you hosted their Aushatith a a while ago, like maybe two years ago. Mm. Um, And Mm. you got so drunk (laughs) through the event that by the end you weren't making any sense anymore. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I've. I've, I've only done like three. He did. Days. He did say it was hilarious. Yeah. Maybe I was. Uh, let's see. Okay, I've done. I did that one, and then I did 
that one. I've done like three. And uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just something you were performing at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I probably got drunk. Uh, and uh, 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 maybe I wasn't making any sense. Uh, but maybe it's just the, the, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. At, at the end of every Arsatid, everyone is drunk. Everyone, and that, yeah. So uh, the one who's saying he didn't make any sense, but then. But, you but, probably weren't making any sense either, buddy. <laughs> um. I don't know, probably. I don't know. I, for those three, at least, at least three times that I've done this, uh, then uh, every time I remember the whole thing and I, I feel like I got away with it. So uh, mm. so maybe it was part of the act. Or maybe it was. Or maybe I just, I just arrived drunk. I don't remember doing that whole thing at all. It's, I, think, I actually think that fear is worse. Yeah. When you've got to host an entire event yeah. or you have to do stand-up and you make the mistake, especially in summer here, mm. when you have the whole day free, <laughs> but you've got a gig at 9.30 p.m. and you only have to be on for half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been day drinking in the park with your friends. You're like, I got plenty of time. I'll sober up in two hours. Yeah. And you're in the cab on the way to the venue and you're like, I am drunk. Yeah. I- How am I going to get through this? It's true. I guess I've gotten more responsible uh, in the recent like couple of years, maybe, mm. because uh, whenever that's I, uh, whenever that happens, I actually go somewhere and sober off. But yeah. I have to go home. Yeah, me too. Just go home, play some video games or whatever. I clean house or mm. something. Mm. Yeah, but I would love to know which uh, because which I, event which event that was. Mm. Uh, I can kind of see the guy's face, but I doubt you're gonna remember what he looked no, like from the sea not. of hundreds of people. Yes, I, all humans look alike with their two eyes and pink faces. Yes, I only know white people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, is it time for how to speak Australian? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, on the note of pu, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna teach you some words for when people smell bad. Okay. Um, so, pongy. Pongy? Um, pongy? Yeah, or you're a bit pongy. It's uh, like uh, you're sweaty. It's just, like, they all just mean you all smell bad. Yeah, just all B.O. Or, or there's, oh, there's a weird pong in this room. Mm, yeah, pong. Pong. Or another one is woofy. Woofy. Woof. Woof. <laughs> woof. Woof. It's woofy in oh, here. Oh, you're a bit woofy. You need a shower. Yes, Pongy and Woofy. Pongy and Woofy. Pongy and Woofy. <laughs> Thursdays at nine. <laughs> On NBC. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for me? Okay, I'll do give you the same thing. Um, Icelandic uh, bad smell is mm. fila. Fila. Yeah, but with not the same as uh, the verb to fila. Fila, the verb is I to dig something. I dig you, boy. Mm. I feel you. But... Uh, you fi- feel a thing. Yeah, you feel a thing. But... What feel is that? What smell is that? Yeah. What stink? Stink, yes. What feel Yeah, and the stink has a Y uh, with a comma in it. Ypsilon. Ypsilon. And um, then you say... Oi. 
Oi, yeah, I know that oi, one. Yeah. Oi. oi, but that, that's not just smelling. That's, that's also everything. when something's gross. Everything, yeah. Or like someone could cut themselves. You're mm, like, oi. Yeah. oi, yes, yes. Or if like Framstock wins the election again, oi, oi. You, oi. But there's also aye as well. Aye. It's more like a shock. Yeah, aye. Aye. It, it, it's like aye. It's like yeah, actually, because you can say it in many ways. You can say aye. Like, could you just not please? You go aye, aye. I don't know, no, no, but I, 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 yeah. But then you can say, I, yeah, or, or, or you would say, I, yeah, then you're kind of, then you're disappointed, I, yeah, and then you can say, I, yeah, and then someone is cute, really cute, I, yeah, and you'll say, yeah, that's pro, that's so, uh, there are many ways to say, you can also say, I, yeah. Yeah, it's it's mostly if you're irritated mm. or disappointed, but also if something is adorable. Oh yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, stop. Aye, aye, just don't get that. Yeah, I think I've I've by osmosis picked up that one because I've mm. noticed that's one I use regularly, aye. and I've never been corrected on it. Yeah. Yeah, because you can use it in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ay, yeah. Oi. Oi, para. Oi, para. You can also say oi, parasta. Oi, parasta. Mm. What's parasta? But it's oi, para, and then with a sta. Oi, parasta. Uh, yeah, parasta. It's, it's a, I don't know it's where it comes a, from. A, it's just a, an addition. Yeah, it's a little, little bow there in the end. Little... Little cherry. It's the raisin <laughs> on the end of the hot dog. Yes, it's the raisin. Oh, oh man. It's now time for... Gay it to me straight. They ask each other about sexuality. Or Gay other things. Straight. <laughs> I have a non-sex... Well, I mean, it's not sexual. Mm. I have a non-sexual gay to me straight for you today. And it is about another fear. Mm. Um, from the perception of... Uh, I wonder. Okay, so you are you are you are a feminist, something like that. Something yes. like that. You are all about equal rights. Yes, I, I find it appealing. Do you ever find that you still have this deep inside you, thanks to the patriarchy, this innate feeling that you need to be a provider? No. Aha. Uh-huh. I do not have this, uh, but I do have uh, the 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 patriarchal thing that's inside me is kind of just more of uh, like uh, uh, more biological mm. in a way. Uh, I guess it's like oh man, we're too lordy, mm. something like that. Mm. Sometimes I find myself objectifying. Objectifying uh-huh. female bodies. Mm. I think that's the patriarchal thing uh, inside my mind. But also, I think that is also biology. So mm. it's uh, it's hard to differentiate. Because differentiate. Differentiate what is brainwashing and what is biology. The reason I was asking this is because this is something I have done some soul searching because I've had some days off. Mm. Um, so. It, it was. It recently came to my attention because this week, uh, so Frenchie and I are going to Australia in November mm. to visit my family, and he's never been there before. And this has been a plan for a while. And uh, on Labor Day, when we all everyone had a day off, 
Um, we everyone got paid from their day jobs. Mm. Uh, I like he was like, we should book our tickets today, mm. and I didn't want to. And he was like, why? I said, we should just wait. We should just wait. And it turned out that, I mean, the the reason was I'm waiting on a million people to pay me at the moment. Yeah. Oh, and, I know that. Oh, like when you're just like, come on. And I'm, I'm sending our agent messages going, have you heard from them? Are they paying yet? He's like, no, nothing. And I keep trying. And anyway, so um, uh, I ended up just not saying that and going ahead with it. And then afterwards having uh, buyer's remorse. Cause I was like, so I paid rent and then we bought return tickets to Australia, then tickets uh, to uh, London to get to Australia, then tickets from Melbourne to Brisbane. Uh, like that's an expensive day. Yes. Then accommodation in Melbourne because we're going for my friend's wedding, and then afterwards I was just really kind of <sighs> because I mean you know I I think about money a lot. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I was just looking at my bank account going I haven't been this poor in a long time. <laughs> what am I gonna do? And then later that night I uh, I did eventually say like we got home. Uh, and after having Bilgi's farewell party and Frenchie was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm just a bit stressed. Yeah. And then he was like, why are you stressed? And I said, because I didn't want to book the tickets today because I didn't have the money I wanted to have to spend on it. Uh And so then he was like, but that's stupid because I had it. Oh, really? And he's like, that's why I wanted to book them today. And I kept offering to pay it, but you wouldn't let me. And then that was like, God, oh, oh, patriarchy. <laughs> because, and I think, I think it's just like, there's an age difference between us. And because of the, you know, I've, I've, I've made jokes about this on stage. Like generally in our household, I earn more money. And sometimes you can get used to being like, you know, the, I, I kind of put myself in this position. Hey, cat, get away from my plants. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. Get off my plants. She's just very, she's very interested in those plants. I, I know, mean, she keeps trying to destroy them. She needs a new hobby. Your cat is a total nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I think uh, I have this, I've kind of relegated to myself within our relationship that I'm the safety net. Because mm. they're, you know, when in his old job, he got paid very poorly. Yeah. So like, and you know, when, uh, and I, I, I think I do this all the time and it's probably very emasculating. Like mm. I will pay for stuff without giving him the option to. And I was wondering like, Oh, I wonder if that's just a a thing from just growing up. And my dad was the provider for the family, which has actually completely reversed. Now my mother is the one who earns more money and pays for their vacations and all that kind of stuff. But they're, they're very equal. They have a shared bank account. They have all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I just wondered if uh, in a modern heterosexual relationship, if you find that that comes up. Uh, I've been in the, those, uh, I've been in the situation, relationships where I happen to be a provider of sorts during a period of time. Mm. And uh, I don't like it. Mm. I just, uh, I feel like... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, either both uh, 
both uh, participants in relationships should uh, participate I, in I, the whole thing together or just to take care of uh, themselves uh, uh, each. And I'm not saying he doesn't. Yeah. He very much does. Um, but I also, like, I, I try to take into account as well, like, I'm 10 years older, so I'm much further along uh, in my life financially and, you know, I've learned a lot about money mistakes and that kind of stuff and so I kind of try to be the more responsible one I gotta tell you yeah I just looked up some lyrics from the band nerd uh-huh because I just you've been talking about things and they just fit very well to uh, a song called okay. provider <laughs> and it goes woke up I had the same clothes on I had on last night I must have passed out. <laughs> this and the cash is just like the clothes I worn yesterday. We are broke. I gotta get my ass out. And then it goes, Goodbye, beloved one. Do you know what I am? You don't see my face no more. I'm a provider, girl. Gotta face the streets tonight. Whoa, whoa. So you're facing the streets of Garabar tonight? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good song. I had I haven't, I haven't thought about it for a while. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. I got to work on it. Mm-hmm. I got to work. I think I think also I spend so much time becoming this strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I've yes. taken that with me into my. Yes, independence is important, and uh, I well, I, I gotta say, uh, when I have been in uh, this uh, situation, I find that it's not good for the relationship. At least that's my world views because I, I find it uh, well. I guess, for, uh, I find it not appealing to have to take care of someone. No, yeah, uh, I don't find it appealing uh, uh, that they are letting me take care of them because I find the independence to be much more sexy and uh, and something I just I just want to state it one more time so that everyone out there doesn't have a warped view mm-hmm. my boyfriend does take care of himself mm-hmm. yes the entire story was that my problem is that I often don't let him yes I got that I got that that's a, that's, a, that's a funny mm. it's interesting also mm. yeah and it's something I have to work on not him yeah but it's not it's I wouldn't say it's a big problem. It's not toxic but or anything. I, I think I do it with other people a lot as well. And I think it's just, I have this, I've always had this attitude in my life of if I have some disposable income and I know someone else doesn't, I will just pay for your your dinner. I gotta say, when when I think about it, I, I kind of, when it happens, I kind of like to being taken care of. Yeah. Uh, because that means... I've I paid for have, your food a lot. You've paid for some of <laughs> my food. And uh, if I'm traveling with people, are like, oh, I'm just gonna have them worry right now, and I'm yeah, just gonna yeah, follow yeah. them. Which <laughs> is just why we're good traveling buddies. <laughs> yeah, but it it doesn't work for me and Bill Gap. No, no, <laughs> I I mean because she's independent and doesn't like being mothered. <laughs> no, no, exactly. But it's so it's so cozy. That's. Well, uh, and I got too used to it whenever they uh, asked me, uh, whenever uh, my publisher in Finland asks me over, they mm. kind of, they've uh, 
just had the cab pick me up and take mm-hmm. me to the hotel. I don't have to. I've I've gone. You were to a Finland. real comedian of Iceland. Yeah, I've gone to Finland for maybe two or three days without pulling out my wallet yeah. at one t- any time. Just fed me and gave me beer and put me on stage and yeah. had me autograph and then sent me on a plane back home. Um, Do you know? I I can say this about you. I can often tell when you've been through that a lot. Because we'll be performing somewhere afterwards and you'll just go get drinks at the bar and leave <laughs> without paying. And then I'll say to you, oh, are the drinks free? And you go, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's, a good, it's a good way to live. I mean, as long as you... It used get to happen to us a lot at Hoorah. <laughs> when after a podcast, you'd leave and they'd come up to me and go, so... Are you paying for the drinks? I'm sorry. About that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I often wonder, like two or three days later, hmm, who pays for two? that? Yeah, usually Do you I... get them free. Probably <laughs> it's not no. like Jonathan's paying. For I, uh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me pay next time, Mother Jono. <laughs> Uh, March is time to shine. Do you have uh, Do we have Antovagony? We do. We do. It's time for Antovagony. So today we've got two major questions. One of them is from uh, Heidbert Gwudmanson, who's actually a lady, um, whose uh, Twitter handle is at Meme Bushimi. Love it. Um, and she looks like Natasha Leone. Um, she said, "How do I dress slutty when it's hailing?" Well, if beauty is pain, then it's just extra pain right there. I mean, you can dress slutty and it's hailing mm. and it's hailing on you while slutty. Then I think that's a, like a, that's a cool look. That's metal. I, I'm going to say this Icelandic hail is livable. I, I walked through Icelandic hail. It's just like sharp little pricks. Yeah. So Australian hail is like snow you get You get like golf ball sized wow. stones that destroy yeah. cars and... Yeah. Yeah, and you I think it's like so hot that. there that they must have been twenty times bigger when they fell out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I with the thing is, I I would like maybe that happening to Reykjavik once in a while, the, the ruining cars thing, because I find nothing more entertaining than macho guys uh, c- crying their eyes out because their, their car, car is dented. Yeah, it's a fucking vehicle. It's a it's a carriage. The worst thing is that I know people who this has happened to and they've had insurance mm. on the car and they didn't get it paid because the car was not in a locked covered garage. Oh yeah. And not every house has a locked covered garage. No, no. So every time there's a massive hailstorm like that, people lose thousands of dollars. Why do people lose their shit because of like scratches on cars? It's no, just a scratch. But these but these are not these are like the windshield is gone. Yeah, yeah. There I, are holes in the roof. I realize that. But I'm talking just now about scratches. Just scratches. Oh, I mean I've seen infomercials. That's... There's a pen that fixes that now. Yeah, well okay. But it's just a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just some it's uh it's a machine you sit in to get to places and why the, does it why does it do have to wrap it's like the, it's a scratch on yourself that yeah it and the thing the thing you. about cars everybody knows this that even if you if you buy it brand new yeah the second you drive it out of the dealership it's lost thousands of dollars in value because yeah. it is no longer new yeah and every day that you drive it it loses value it's ridiculous and the whole car industry and no car is going to last it's not like a washing machine. Mm. 
you know, it's not gonna washing machines last for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, it, it yeah, they're all gonna die eventually. All cars have to do is work and be safe. Mm. That's what cars should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should like if they are an accessory. Uh, that's just. Uh, the bigger uh, an accessory your car is, the bigger of a dick or a douche you are. It just shows that you do not have uh, enough uh, material within uh, the void which you call a soul. That you have to just you have to buy a, a more, the most beautiful machine you can mm. find to represent you. But all it is doing is it's taking you to your grandma's. I don't like spending money on things. I like spending it on experiences. Yeah, well, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like it sounds co- like you're quoting like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, whatever Kardashian you're quoting, that she has a point. She does have a point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I never get it. The next one we have is from Daisy Kjartensdottir, who says, any advice for an Icelander moving to Brisbane in June this year? Uh, Brisbane is my hometown. Yeah, anyone who's... Well, you should have some great advice. Okay, so um, firstly, I would say don't get scared about all the BuzzFeed things about animals because mm-hmm. you see pictures all the time of the scary animals in Australia if you're moving to city, inner city Brisbane, you're going to be fine, except when you're not. Um, because they do sometimes come into homes and things. Uh, if you have a fear of, uh, uh, what do you call them, horse flies here? Mm-hmm. Your horse fly has got nothing on our horse fly. Your horse fly is just an overgrown mosquito that can't bite you. Mm-hmm. Um, ours are twice the size of a regular house fly and suck blood. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and it hurts. Are they still called horseflies? Yeah, they're the original horseflies. With fly. a W, horseflies. Yeah, they're horseflies because yeah. they get around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I bet. I bet they I do. bet they yeah. get around. Oh my yeah, god. Oh my god. They're like the yeah. town bicycle. Ooh, yeah. Everyone's had a ride. Yeah. Do you think there's like uh, the happy horsefly is a myth? <laughs> yeah, some horse flies are just really sexual. <laughs> and they just love sex and they just get into it and they love that their sex is being celebrated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a big world. Why shouldn't there be some horse flies? Who- exactly. Yeah. And I think we should we should stop shaming horse flies. <laughs> I think they're actually going to have a walk. They're going to have a a horsefly walk. Yeah, or like a a, a glide. A glide. They're going to have a horsefly glide. And they're going to shout, you know, (laughs) I am horsefly. Um, uh, (laughs) But it's hot. That's the thing, Daisy. You're going to notice a difference because June in uh, Brisbane is actually the middle of winter. Right. Which is about... You're going to have about two Did weeks. Say, say she was moving from Iceland to Brisbane. Brisbane in yeah. June. It's going to be like two weeks of 16 degrees. Right. And you're going to see, you're going to laugh because you're going to see Brisbane people like wearing scarves and coats because mm. that's cold to them. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And, oh, and if you're staying there for a long time, oh my God, if you're going to be there towards the end of the year, you get the most magnificent storms. Oh, I like, like storms. The, and we don't get them here. 
No, no, we just just you get our wind. weather is just uh, various degrees of annoying. Yeah, and yeah. but like you don't get thunder, you don't get lightning. It is yeah. very unusual. I think I read somewhere that the only time Iceland ever really has lightning, there's usually volcanic activity. Yeah, around the same time, and I that's the when I went back to Australia in 2016, I spent a month there, waiting for a storm. Mm. It never happened until the last day when I was on the plane and we were stranded at the airport for an hour in the plane because of flash flooding. Um, Like the whole tarmac was filled with water and they had to wait for it to go away. Uh, But the, the, especially in Brisbane in summer, it's because it's very tropical. The, the clouds, like in the, in the, the daytime, it gets really humid and you can feel the pressure building and the, the black clouds just roll in from the inland and start going towards the ocean and the sky just turns like a dark black and then you hear the thunder and then the second it starts raining you can feel the release mm. and it's you, you realize you're just actually you for the last couple of minutes you've been quoting um, just the whole song by Jethro Tull no <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, and also uh, the, the thing about Brisbane I have said this before. I think it is like a massive Reykjavik. Mm. It is, it's very small. It does have that very, and I'm sorry if anyone in Brisbane is listening and gets annoyed by this. It does have a kind of a small city attitude, Mm. but it goes on for miles. Like it's very spread out. Yeah. Uh, But the one thing I've had a lot of friends who moved from Melbourne to Brisbane and then moved back to Melbourne again. And the one thing that annoyed them the most about Brisbane people, and I can say this cause I am one of them and I do know they're, they're like this. They're not really doers. Not really doers. No. no. Like I had a friend who lived in Brisbane for a long time and she kept trying to start these projects and she was like, is it just that it's fucking hot? Like, why does no one follow through on anything? And that's, there, there is kind of like, I've noticed it here sometimes as well. Like the whole kind of, oh, that's not how we do things. Right. That's not yeah. how we do things uh, here. Mm-hmm. We don't stray from the pack. We don't, and so in Brisbane, when you're one of those people and you make shit happen for yourself, it's noticed mm-hmm. very, very much. Yeah. And you might think I wasn't doing anything that special. I just made something happen. But very few people there do it yeah. because there is, it's a very small industry especially the performing industry there um and yeah it's usually like oh no we do things this way you start here you end here mm-hmm. you know but the the nightlife is fun the nightlife is fun mm-hmm. yes and everyone knows each other yeah even though there's two million people that's well you're usually I mean, like one degree of separation away from the iceland this has this so iceland is just the whole small town that's yeah. what iceland is just one big small and I've, town. i when i started moving away from brisbane i noticed that it is just a massive country town mm. and it is the the most it's not the most northern capital yeah. in australia but it's very tropical it's very hot and queensland that state mm. at its heart is farming mm. So Brisbane is just the one metropolis really there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful place. And if you're there in November, Daisy, let's catch up. up yeah. La- to do that, lady. lady <laughs> Did you Jonathan's have any? Phone. Did you have any? I do not have any. You do not have no. any. So what's, what's next for you? I am, uh, well, tonight we are probably uh, sharing a cab to the suburbs. Mm. 
Uh, and uh, the wealthy suburbs. We are doing a comedy show on Hurra, uh, on Saturday night. Saturday night, washing day. Washing day, and we will uh, we will t- tell uh, jokes with our mouths on stage. Who is gonna be the pre- uh, the host? We don't know. I think I think Johannes said he can do it. Yeah. If he wants, I I I. I I noticed we have, we for those listening we have a group chat for this this comedy event and we usually say like who wants to host this time mm-hmm. and you have done it the last two and you said I don't want to host this time yeah and I I know that there's probably people in there waiting going Jono will do it yeah I have yeah. my back yeah <laughs> John, oh Jono will do, can it. do it and I deliberately step back because um I I I I know I can do it mm-hmm. and I'm a good host. Yeah. But I think it's good to let other people go, I'm going to step up. I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah, I think it's going to be great. We have been doing very well. Uh, people should come over at Tuhurra uh, tomorrow night. Mm. Uh, the the place opens at, well, our doors open at 8. And we'll go on stage. Nine-ish. Nine-ish. And uh, we can do some. I can try to do some new material. Me too. And I'm gonna do some old material. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. T- I have no idea what I'm gonna do. But and it's, it's just be fun. And it's, it's gonna just be the free. four of us this week, isn't it? Oh, there's oh, five. There's a fifth. <clears throat> yes, the fifth. Uh, Karen. Karen. Yeah. A newcomer. Newcomer. That's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. But she's been around a while, and she's done t- TV. She has done TV. She's I am TV. not with my putty on the pulse. What? I don't have my putty on the pulse. Putty finger. Yes. On the pulse. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like you were saying putty on the hot dog. <laughs> um, and we're also doing Eurovision live commentary. Uh, yes, we are doing Eurovision live commentary on the um, 12th, 12th mm-hmm. which is the week the Eurovision after next. Grand final. Yeah. And it's at Hura. We had a lot of fun doing it last year. Yes. Uh, we will... Uh, well, you will be in your element, and mm. I will be. Uh, I will. I will be more of a Beavis. You will be more of a Butthead. I because Butthead has more of the. He's the the straight man. Yeah, yeah, but he he's kind of the leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. You'll be the sidekick. You'll be the Robin. Yeah, but it's debatable who is smarter, Butthead or Beavis. I know, I know, but I'm gonna have to do a lot of research because I'm very behind on it. Right. And I think I don't know if that's because. Eurovision's been beaten out of me in the last couple of years. Let's have our next episode to be a Eurovision special, like a countdown to... uh, Yeah, that's a great idea. All right, well, on that note... Peace out, motherfuckers.